Hi, this is Wesley. This is Kashina. And we would like to welcome you to the Underground, the Underground Geek Shack. Alrighty guys, it's, it's been a minute y'all. It's been a minute since we're going to talk about uh, the topic that we're talking about today. Wesley, how are you feeling? I see you pretty, on pretty the big good. Pretty good. You're on the big screen. Look at you. The big as screen. For, as for me, I am in some undisclosed location. Nobody can ever find me. I'm running from the police. Terrible things are happening. I'm just kidding, guys. Dang. Actually, <clears throat> in all to, in all seriousness, I am out of town. But I just I really wanted to talk about what's happening right now. And I know mm-hmm. I'm a little bit late to the party, but. Hey, Wesley, I know Hi. I've been taking over for a minute, but mm-hmm. do you want to know something? Sure. What do I want to know? I've actually read the manga for this part. Huh. You starting to sound like someone familiar. I.e. me. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, um, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about season four of My Hero Academia. Academia. And I understand. Mm-hmm. that it has it has been three or two almost three years since season four came out i'm a little late to the party i understand there's a whole other season after this you trust got two guys. seasons you gotta still get through trust me guys i know <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm a little bit late to the party and i completely apologize about that but i finally watched this and i have many 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 thoughts on it and like i've mentioned i've actually read the manga for mm-hmm. this part so much like wesley i joined in on the hype because i i'll talk about my journey with it and wesley can talk about his journey with it because wesley um actually how about we mention you real quick when it comes okay. to my hero academia mm-hmm. um at what point did you start reading the manga like you watched the anime first didn't you yeah because um i started watching the anime first it was when we didn't know how to say academia, so we called it academia. <laughs> so we called it My Hero Academia. And after like maybe like first three to four episodes, I was like, all right, cool. Um, let me see if there's a manga about this. So mm-hmm. I found the manga through the Shonen Jump app, and I've just been keeping up with it ever since. Okay. So I've been, I've been, I would, I would read the manga, and then whenever we would get like season two of the anime, I would go and watch season two. Just kept my mouth shut every time I was around my brother, and I'm like, "You ain't ready. You ain't ready." (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, I would say so. You were always ahead of the anime whenever it came to content. Like you would always know what would happen. So. This is, let, let me talk about my journey real quick, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. So, literally, I came into the fandom right as season three was ending. Mm. So, I, I binged watched, like, I watched seasons one and three, like, back, back to back. Like, I remember mm. Wesley was like, yo, Kashina, you need to watch this anime called My Hero Academia. I was like, what? My academia. I was like, I've been hearing things about it, and I've like, I've seen this Deku character. I was like, who's this green-haired boy on the screen? Because <laughs> this is what happened. I'll be legitimately honest. I watched mm-hmm. season, uh, not seasons. I watched episodes one to three, and I was somewhat intrigued. But I sat it down for two weeks, and then 
Wesley got on to me again. He was like, hey, you need to watch My Hero Academia. It's legitimate. It's lit right now. I was like, what What do you mean, dude? Did well, I actually use the word lit? <laughs> no, I'm paraphrasing, of course. <laughs> but you were you were giving off so much excitement for it. And I, was, I finally gave in. I was like, fine, fine. He was like, just get through season one. Season two, you're going to actually like, become really, really invested in it. Trust me. So towards the end of season one, I got somewhat invested. I fell for it. And I was like, okay, cool. I had minimal hype for it. I was like, all right, this has caught my interest. Let me continue on. Season two, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so much happened. The tournament arc, freaking stain arc. I was invested. So I would literally stay up late. This is during my college years. I would stay up late watching it. Then I'll come in the next day. And like during my lunch break, I'll try to like watch an episode or two. And then I see Wesley over there in the corner smiling because he knows what I'm watching. <laughs> and he's trying to keep his mouth shut because he's like, well, actually, I was like, Wesley, if you give me a spoiler, I will smack you. And then he had to be silenced. I think, the during that, I think during that time, during our lunch break, you would be watching it. I would be reading it. <laughs> <laughs> you, would, you were so ready to slam down the spoiler hammer. And I'm just kind of like, no, sir, you will not spoil me today. So... I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wesley was just super <laughs> excited by the fact that I was actually watching it. So I watched that. Then we got then I got to season three and I was in an emotional roller coaster because that was the arc where we go to boot camp. Bakugo mm-hmm. gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Then we go and rescue Bakugo. And then there was a big fight against All Might and One for All. Then the way they end off this season with freaking the fight between Deku and Bakugo, I was like, there, this fight has been leading, there's been the tension between these two has been leading up to this point and um i'm just happy by the fact that it finally happened they finally clashed they got this over with i know i'm talking a lot about seasons one through three right now but that's because it's just leading up to this point i already kind of knew a little bit about this because i've heard mentions about this season season four the overhaul arc i was so hyped for it like everyone else, I was completely hyped for this season. Wesley more so because he already knew what was happening. And that's why he, after I finished season three, season three was the only thing that was out. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait for the next season. And he was like, you know, you could just read the manga. So guess what I did? I read the manga. I read the manga for this season. And that's when I found out that I was not ready for this season. <laughs> I legitimately was not ready for this season. Oh, no. That's why it took me so long to actually watch it because just reading it broke my heart. Watching it legitimately broke it even more. Mm, yeah. So, Wesley, you, like I said, you're actually, aren't you current with the manga right now? Uh, yeah. You're looking to see if the new, if the new <laughs> chapter dropped. <laughs> yep new chapter comes out in 24 hours oh my god look at you as of recording chapter what number wesley come on give us uh, the number okay so right now i'm on chapter 376 so i need to read 376 377 chapter 378 comes out in 24 hours okay now put your phone down wesley i'm sorry you're not reading right now. We're I on, know. We're I on know. Season four. <laughs> I wanted season to make 10. sure. 
We're on season four, not on season 10 right now. Look, I wanted to make sure, all right? <laughs> but so you you're basically current with this. So yeah. tell me, the overhaul arc, isn't this wasn't this the isn't this considered the longest arc when it comes to the manga? Um from the research I had to do. Mm-hmm. The overhaul arc in the manga spans 41 chapters. So that's from chapter 125 to 166. Okay. All right. And I legit had to count out 40 chapters. Oh my God. To make sure. You're like, I got to be sure, my dude. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because I have two ways of doing this. So I was like, all right, all right, all right. Am I sure this is the correct way? Let me actually count. Yep, that's 21. I was like, yep, yeah, that's 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 the right number. Cool. Be good. <laughs> so 41, 41 chapters. This mm-hmm. is 41 chapters. And like before this, mm-hmm. I would I I can't give you a quantifiable number, but the fights before these or like the big moments were all like half seasons. This is legitimately the only season where the overhaul arc went over 12 episodes. Yeah. Because like it spills into the second half. Literally, mm-hmm. I can give you a count. The um the opening doesn't change until like the last like ten episodes of season four. That yeah. lets you know because each opening is um an arc. I would say mm-hmm. in my mind. So yeah, the op- the the first one, the one that's been on my mind forever, Polaris. I love this song it's it's such a good opening and it's such a good song and Wesley I will legitimately tell you I could not watch the ending portion until I legitimately finished the overhaul arc because you want to know why I feared for Ari mm-hmm. that when I watched it and I saw the black scribbles I know people are gonna be like what the heck are you talking about if I'm talking about the ending each ending uh, each ending song of the se- of the season just the visuals behind it it was so impactful because you see Ari as a kid and she's growing up like literally I saw the black scribbles I was going to watch it for the first episode because I always give the first episode rule I watch all of the opening and I watch all of the ending for the first episode I could not wa- I could not do it because the moment I saw Ari pop up as a baby I instantly went to the next episode because I was like I cannot handle you right now because I was scared I was going to cry and technically the ending spoils. It does. Well, it spoils on her origin. It's yes, it spoils on her origin, and it kind of like it spoils a little bit on her power, but it leaves it to the point where we don't know what she does if, yeah. unless you read the manga. Shut up. <laughs> unless you've read the manga, you know what her well, you know what her power does. <clears throat> but like that's the thing about it is the ending spoils and if I legitimately watched it like let's say I was going into this only as a solo anime watcher which I which I used to be as but we I actually read the, to be yeah yeah I but I I was a manga reader I became the well actually I knew I know what's gonna happen in the season because I read the manga this is the you first time I can legitimately to destroy I became that which I sought to destroy and I think that is why it took me so long to watch this because I'm pretty sure if I didn't read the manga and I just watched this as this came out, mm-hmm. I 
I would have I probably would have been upset by watching the ending because the ending does spoil. Yeah. And that makes me kind of upset. <laughs> I mean they I were don't... doing their best though. They were they were doing yeah. their best with what they had. I, I understand. All right, so let's let's get to let's actually get to talking about season four. Okay. Mm-hmm. So not just ending and openings and stuff like that. So would you gladly do us the honors of explaining the overhaul arc like just give us a brief summary of the beginning and then we'll talk about everything that happened in the middle to the end of the arc uh sure all right here let me guys yakuza yakuza meet league of villains confrontation actually hold up i put the confrontation on two different fingers (laughs) <laughs> well i mean two people do two people, people died. Yeah, two people did did get murked also um, can we just say this was the first time we've actually like well maybe i'm probably misremembering like the beginning seasons this is the first time we're in, only in two episodes in and we see people dying right like death on screen hasn't happened in this series yet it's right. always been critically injured, but they're okay. They've lost 12 gallons of blood, but guess what? They're in the hospital. They're fine. <laughs> like, we had two on-screen deaths, all for, the fa- all for the fact that Shigaraki does not actually have a set plan in motion. Yes, he wants to destroy things, but that's all that is just a wish. Yes. We already learned about the whole conviction thing through Stain. He had yes. he had Stain, he had Moonfish, you know, muscular, he had all of these big players, and he lost all of them. Day one patch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Day one patch. <laughs> Day one patch. The devs came out. I was like, mm, we need to nerf this character. <laughs> Boo-doo. I mean, I'm not wrong. He he pretty much You're lost not- all of them. You're not wrong. And I feel like the way the series is going, every time he's teamed up with a new person, like mm-hmm. he learns something new about how to run run a run a team. Yeah. He's learning how to team build. Yeah. And then the fact that um Overhaul or Kai Chisaki wants to be he's like, Oh, I'm not interested in the league. I'm more interested in one for all. Well, actually all for one. That I got the role flipped. <laughs> <laughs> the quirk yeah. that Deku has is one, one for, for all. all. All for one, the big, big bad of of the entire of the entire season. Entire series. Yeah. Yes. Which now at this point it's shifting to no longer being one for all or all for one. Yeah. Being um the main villain. It of course is turning into Shigaraki becoming the main villain. Yeah. And we see that because he's actually doing more with the League of Villains. Like, he's actually participating more. He's no longer just sitting in the background. Yeah. And the fact that now, in this certain situation, Overhaul, I'm not. I'm just going to call him Overhaul. Instead of doing the whole Kai Chisaki, Kai Chisaki, Kai Chisaki, just going to straight call him Overhaul. Overhaul. Yeah. That's Well, that's the name that he came up for himself. Well, actually, that's his quirk. And that's well, if you don't remember, um, he uh, one of his lackeys literally said that's his villain name, he came up with that himself. Well, and I mean, he literally says, and whenever uh, Lamillion or Deku called him Chisaki, he's like, Don't ever that, call me by that name. 
he'd be like, that's not my name anymore. Yeah. No, I got you. But the fact that now Overhaul wants to try and run the League of Villains. Yes. Alongside, run- along with, you know, have basically the League of Villains be incorporated into the Yakuza. Yeah. Because he wants to go by the Yakuza way. Yeah. So let's talk about um, Overhaul's motivation and why it was so pivotal in this part of the series because well, let's let's talk about this series to begin with wesley what is the main premise of the of my hero academia if you was to give me like all right what is this world uh tell me in three seconds go outside of superheroes uh when a hero is hurt who is there to save the hero point no wesley. i'm sorry <laughs> no <laughs> You messed it up. No, 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 no. What does Deku say at the beginning of every season? Oh, yeah, you can be a hero. Wesley, wrong again. <laughs> this world I have different up. versions of Deku in this head of mine. In this world, 80% of the population is born with a quirk. Born with a power known as quirks. All right. Now, what does Overhaul want to do? Destroy... Okay, he specifically, in his words, he wants to cure the world of their hero-ness. Bring them back to when, before before Quirks were even there. Exactly, that's what I was saying. Oh my god, (laughs) (laughs) and you know it. (laughs) How dare you lie to me like this boy? (laughs) No, but like, you know, he's basically trying to turn, basically just reverse the clock pretty much. Yes. Because Overhaul sees everything as a sickness. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, and he wears the plate doctor mask. He always has a mask on. But it's not just him. Everyone in his in in, in his whole organization has the plate doctor mask. What you talking about? Even Rappa has a plate doctor mask. He never had that before. Yeah, like the mask is like their identity. Yeah. It's really weird that she has Sakai. Hasak. Hasakai. They Chia always Hasakai? pronounce Chia Hasakai. Thank you. No problem. Uh, it's just so, so weird. And Japanese with double consonants is really weird. But anyway, the Chi Hasakai. Mm-hmm. It's we see a want to return to the old ways. And uh, this point isn't really brought upon, is not talked about again until we get into the third movie. But we're not going to talk about that third movie. World Order, we're just going to skip over that, okay? Because I'm going to come back to this. (laughs) No, not World Order, World Mission. (laughs) I was like, World Order? What movie were you watching? World Mission. I remember World, and then there was something else after that. Listen, we're not going to talk about World Heroes Mission. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Not world order. (laughs) I will leave this undisclosed location and I will track you down. (laughs) What did Dio just 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 instantly spawn into the movie? The world. (laughs) Zero. But um so we want to return to where humans were just humans before uh quirks were a thing. Mm -hmm, Because back then uh the yakuza pretty much ran everything yeah yeah yakuza pretty much ran everything they were 
more feared than anything else. Then quirks came into effect. Superheroes came into effect. And then just the Yakuza became obsolete. In the words yes. of in the words of Mr. Compress, what, what what was it? He was like he was like they were they were like uh almost extinct. And that's a very like scary thing. Well, it's scary to overhaul mm-hmm. because that was the way that brought him up. That was how he left the shadows, like left his trash and was given purpose. Yeah. And but the way that he wanted to go about it, he was basically wanting to like destroy humanity. Because do you remember what his quote unquote pops said? Was you would literally you would literally give up your humanity just so um because with the plan, so overhaul's plan, uh for those of you who don't know, he has uh the his main boss, I forgot the main boss's name, um of the Chihasakai, he has a granddaughter. The granddaughter is the girl that we see in the series, her name is Ari. Ari has a special quirk that um, everyone misunderstood for the longest time, but she has, but not, not, I'm not going to talk about Colin Chie or whatever. <laughs> overhaul, overhaul, he studied and he figured out that her quirk reverses time, but she has no control over it. And she can basically, re- if she can use it correctly, she can revert you back to like nothingness. Bless you. Sorry. In the in the, in the words of Overhaul, she can revert you back to being in the state of a monkey. Yes. But... In, in the words of Frieza, you dang monkeys. I'm sorry. You dang monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's it's very scary. And she is a very young little girl. And the way her quirk manifested, unfortunately, led to the death of her father, which led her mother abandoning her given her all of these unfortunate like mental issues because one she doesn't know how to use her powers Mm -hmm. and so overhaul knew this and so he used this to manipulate the girl into being i'm the one who has to clean up after your messes Mm -hmm. and he says all these things and she like that's the saddest thing about this entire season is she is just a little girl and what he's doing to her he breaks her apart and puts her back together and in his words she might not be the same as how she was before. Yep. And this was on like a daily basis. Yes. And you see, she has bandages all, all over her. Over. Yeah. Her limbs. And then mm-hmm. we even see like a slight glimpse of it every time we saw the cut of the knife. Yeah. And we see her like she can she can kind of reverse time on herself before where the cuts happen. But it's just, it's always there. Like, you can't, to imagine just doing that, this series went to a very, really dark place when it came to this. And I'm pretty sure that's why a lot of people were hyped for this. The manga readers were really hyped for this because they wanted to see this in the big screen. Oh, I know I was. Solo anime watchers were not ready for this series. Trust me, if I was to come into this without reading the manga, I would not have been ready for what happened. Mm-hmm. In the first part, and I'm going to keep I'm going to say keep saying the first part of this season for a specific reason, because the second half 
which I will just say kind of didn't go so well in my mind. But I'll explain more upon that a little bit later. So I mean, there was a good back- fight in the second half. I'll, I'll, okay. I'm just I'm gonna just straight up say that I'm not gonna lie. That was a good fight though. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Coming from a manga reader standpoint. Okay. I'm I'm a manga reader too. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> I have not. I'm so in all honesty. Uh, when it comes to my knowledge of the series. My knowledge stops at the point where there's the mock battles between class 1A and 1B. Mm-hmm. So that's my point in the manga. So at that point, you were just now entering into season five. Okay. But, you know, it's just so the overall arc, this was the darkest the series has ever been. We see death on screen mm-hmm. multiple times throughout this series, uh, yep. throughout this season. Um, we see the kids, the kids have gone through many trials and tribulations and they, it has affected them, but they've, able, they've always been able to like bounce back. Deku, Deku's in his mind as he's always is because he feels like he has the weight of the world on his shoulders because he is All Might's, uh, successor. successor. Mm-hmm. But like this season, we see true trauma set in, like we see what happened during everything that happened at the Chihasakai headquarters. Just, it's just, it's just unbelievable what they done in this season. Like Horikoshi, props to you. You made a really good arc. It's oh, just this is also the the same place where we get a lot of major character development for different characters. Yeah, like it's even like in little bits. Like we see, uh, we actually get to see Kaminari and mm-hmm. his past a little bit. So I've always been because Kir- Kirishima. I w- Kirishima. Kirishima. Did I say no, Kaminari? I, yeah. I didn't mean to say Kaminari. Kirishima. Like, oh my God. And know that him and Ashido technically went to the same school, but we see Kirishima. Um, oh my God. I just felt so bad for him because he. We see that even though he always looks like a strong dude and he always looks like, hey, I'm righteous and everything, he actually gets scared and he freezes. And that's something that is constantly on his mind. Before this um, part of the series, I would have never saw him as that. Like when you read that in the manga where you saw like he freezes up when he gets scared, what what were your thoughts? Like, because during this moment, right? Yeah. I was, it was, it's in during the, the whole sword and shield uh, fight between Rappa and Hiroshima. Oh, it's the spear and the shield. Yeah, the spear and shield. Why well, I say sword and shield? Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, But like, it's, it's during that whole, you know, confrontation and everything. And so that's when we actually get the flashback happen, right? And mm-hmm. I was like, at first, because you know, in a manga, everything's black and white. So I'm like, who the heck yeah. is this dude? I'm like, I'm like, who the heck is this dude? Is this a new character that Horikoshi's just trying to throw in? And then it clicked. I was like, oh, snap. This is Kirishima. Yep. And then I was like, oh, this is heavy. It's very like, it's, heavy. It's, it's something that, that he... It's, it's technically baggage he can't let go. Yes. And... You know, it's oh, like... I just thought of the symbolism of him coloring his hair. Mm-hmm. 
So and, it's him covering up his past. I see it more as him trying to cover up his past and still trying to move forward. Yeah. And, you know, so you have that, but then it's also him accepting that part. Of, like, during that fight, he also accepted that part of him, too. That even though he gets scared, as long as he's able to come back, that's all that matters. Yeah. And, oh my god, just that that development. And then uh, Gravity. Mm-hmm. Um, We've always seen Ochako as a very bubbly, happy girl. To see her in such a grave situation like this is we see true development in her. It shows that even towards the end, where everything happens and then he and uh, Eraserhead has mm-hmm. that talk with Ochako and he's saying, you know, do you, is this what you want to do? Do you still want to do this? Because yeah. we see that she's struggling. She says, I want to help people, but she says it in a wavering voice. This is leaning up and I'm hoping that this point is brought is touched upon again. Because before this, we see Ochako get stronger with mm-hmm. her, um, internship yeah the gunhead martial arts yeah like you know we see her get physically stronger being able to do more with her power like yes she can float she can make other things float but what else can you do with that well she said all right cool i don't have to rely on my quirk i can rely on the other parts of my body like martial arts Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but when it came to this we see her truly challenged with something grave. We see her in a hero situation, the same as Sui or Sue. Mm-hmm. Sue, yeah. Because, like, it's just you see all these kids in an actual grave situation. We're used to seeing Deku in a grave mm-hmm. situation. That's his whole shtick. We're used to him breaking his body and being mentally scarred. But to see the other students, and you have to still remember. At this point in this in the anime, they're all still first years. Yeah. In high school. Oh yeah. Literally. Remember, I was gonna say because remember like, uh yeah. Aizawa was he was like he was like originally I was just gonna have all of you not, you know, all of your uh crap, what was it? It was not their internships, their work studies. Their he work was like, studies. He was gonna have all of their work studies be suspended. Yeah. For first years. Yeah. Because, think about it, Wesley. Uh, in Japan, when it comes to first years, they're about 14 to 15 years old. Oh, that's a lot of... Have, that, man. Like, and you... You're not used to seeing death. You're not... You're these, not, you're not yeah. used to going in to these high-octane fights and everything. Yeah, you had a little skirmish here and there with one of your with one of your classmates, but that's that's just a skirmish. You didn't kill him. These students have like, like yo. And then the fact experience. that they have to wa- they have to experience this and watch all of this stuff right in front of them. And then and just, just be expected students. just to be like, "Oh, okay, everything's all hunky-dory." No. Like right. and you know it's it is so when it comes to the overhaul arc the main spotlight mm-hmm. and I really like how they did this they kept the spotlight not on class one A because so far a lot of the stuff that has happened like the heaviest stuff that happened before this mm-hmm. was the kidnapping of Bakugo and the attack on at the boot camp yeah like that was their kind of real first taste 
against villains. Uh, second taste. Well, second taste. Yeah. But during the first one, they really they didn't really fight back. They more or less did use their quirks to get away. Yeah. So they were kind of like getting away and waiting for the pro heroes to step in. The second one, no pro heroes could save them, so they used what they could to protect themselves. Yeah. But still, it, the one who gained the most action is Deku. Yeah. But this is, now we're going into season four, or, you know, going past season four. Mm-hmm. The ones who have actually experienced true experience on the battlefield. Mm, yeah. We have Froppy, we have Uravity, we have Kirishima or mm-hmm. Red Riot, we have Deku, and we have You can't um, forget about the three. big three. Yeah. You got yeah. Mirio, you got Sun Eater, you got Tamaki, and then you also have Nedjigray too. Yes. So we have we have three or eight, sorry, we have eight UA students. Only four of them are first years. They are only fourteen or fifteen years old. Mm-hmm. The big three, they're like 17 or 18. They're almost adults. Yeah. Like, that's just mind-blowing to me. That these kids have experienced more life. And they're literally just in their first year of high school. Right. But so, but we do see how this is affecting them. Because Mm -hmm. they came, imagine being a young kid. When you say, I want to be a hero, you don't think about the dark side of heroism. These These kids have experienced that. They, they saw, and, you know, we're going to talk about this. We're going to have to. The death of Sir Nidai. We were literally introduced to Sir Nidai at the beginning of the season, and he died midway through this season. Well, we also did gain a lot of stuff from from, from Sir. Yeah. Sir Nidai. Because this is actually where a lot of the ground-hitting stuff comes in. Like the fact of, oh, Deku was not a worthy successor. And not yes. in his eyes. Deku was not a worthy successor. Deku should have never had one for all. That's when the that's when Mirio the was the one who shifted. Yeah, yeah. On Mirio, but then you see towards the end where yeah he was bringing up Mirio to be uh, All Might's successor, but then he literally saw him as his prodigy. He saw him as his pride and joy. Like the de- like at his deathbed. All that he said about Mirio made me realize that he's not like a cold, calculative person as everyone else thinks he is. Right. He is. And you can tell that because his subordinates adore him. Right. And it, I, I'm going to tear up right now because the death of Sir Nidai was the hardest thing that hit me because I legitimately saw another side of him. Even though I've only, this was the only time we got to experience with him. Mm-hmm. You see that he was truly loved yeah because of how everyone else was reacting especially his subordinates yeah also speaking of his subordinates you know two of them are fan characters right oh yeah i know about bubble girl being a fan character and i can no, kind of see it, it's, it's, it's not just bubble girl i know it, centipede yeah because for those of you who don't know but back when the manga was back at this point uh horikoshi uh had a contest and he said whoever wins the contest will their characters will be featured in the next couple chapters of the manga and so one person won and they created bubble girl and the other person won they created centipede that is actually so, so cool that's how those two got put into 
into Sarnade's agency. And you know what's so funny? They're put into the manga and they're like, yo, this is really cool. But then to be then put into an anime, they must be living it up right now. Like, just in their minds, their whole morale has to be shot up. They're like, I was legitimately in an anime. And, you know, I know I'm saying I as if they were personally in it, but yeah. like their creations is a part of them. So yeah. to see that in a feature like that is like, I wish I knew about this. I wish I was into the manga and stuff at this point in the time. I would have submitted a character. <laughs> Shoot. Even I would have. I mean, my drawing skills ain't that good, but I at least would have tried. That's just, oh my God. Oh man. I wish I got into the series a little bit earlier then. Oh, I could have, oh no. I'm so <laughs> upset with myself. <laughs> oh my God. That's so cool. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> just, oh my god. I'm sorry. But um, getting back onto point. So I am giving the series a lot of praise. I want to give it one more praise mm-hmm. before I talk about the cons. Okay. Infinite 100%. I, if, oh, infinite, infinite 100%. That's, an, that's honestly a really cool thing that we saw where he was literally able to go out. Of, he was able to push his body past his breaking point over and over again because of Aries quirk Mm -hmm. but another thing i wanted to say was i started this season hating hating overhaul overhaul oh i thought you were about to say hating deku i was about to be like no 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 no, no, no. but i felt sympathy for overhaul when he lost his quirk because think about it uh I don't know if you remember much about this because you did say it was a while since you've seen the the anime. But uh, remember the big boss. So overall, yeah, because Overhaul was the one who put him into in that state. And he said, "Don't worry. When this is all over, I'm going to put you back together mm-hmm. so that you can see this through to the end." Like at first, I thought what happened to the big boss was like a natural thing. To know that uh, Overhaul did it himself is sad but now seeing that he can never bring him back and the scream that he lets out after he realizes that mm-hmm. is the most terrifying thing because then he realized how much he has messed up mm-hmm. like that destroyed me just knowing because you can see okay there's so much emotion in that one scene. So what I'm talking about is after Overhaul gets defeated and he's on his way to the villain hospital, mm-hmm. um, the League of Villains attack. Shigaraki comes back and he attacks uh, the thing. He attacks... Oh, yeah, yeah. He attacks the ambulance that uh, Overhaul's in. And, you know, vil- heroes are there. Heroes get taken out. Um, everything's in disarray. They walk over to Overhaul. And Shigaraki takes the quick destroying bullets. And then he is like, oh, one more thing. And then he places all of his five fingers onto Overhaul's wrist and yeah. basically just breaks off his arms, well, his hands, pretty much. So he, he and... touches his quirk and he said, well, first he says, a person who wants to destroy quirk so badly, he shouldn't have one of his own. And he's like, oh, watch out. If you don't get rid of that hand, it could destroy your whole body. Because literally, Shigaraki 
Well, so Overhaul said, are you here to kill me? Shigaraki said, no, I'm not here to do that. I'm here to do something much worse. And he said, I'm here to take what you value so much. Yep. And so he took he took the bullets. And then Compress takes Shigaraki, uh, not Shigaraki, he takes Overhaul's left hand, which is the one he uses to destroy. Mm-hmm. And then that's what he says here for the arm, because he right. uh, made Compress lose his arm. Yeah. So and then we go over to uh, Shigaraki, places all five fingers on the right arm, which mm-hmm. he uses to recreate. Yeah. And that's when that's when overall realizes what happened. He's like, if you don't lose, if you don't watch out, you're gonna lose that arm, and you'll just have your whole body destroyed. Shigaraki cuts off that arm. He says, "Look, now you don't even have a thumb to suck on." And then the realization kicks in, and I felt at that moment I felt bad for overall. Because he is realizing that he will never be able to make it up. Like, he will forever live with that guilt. And I feel like that's worse than any punishment. Oh, yeah. Is realizing how much you truly have screwed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I see that too. <laughs> Just that, that hurts me. So, talking about that. Um, mm-hmm. let's go on to the cons. I've given this season so many praise. Now it's time for me to bring up the cons. Okay. As most of y'all have known, when this season came out was during the Michael Jackson tour, mm-hmm. is what we're we're calling it, the tour of Mugen, <laughs> <laughs> Mugen's Michael Jackson reunion tour. <laughs> uh, this came out in twenty twenty. They're in the Michael Jackson Union tour. And that has affected things. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of controversy when this first came out because of the Mugen tour. Uh, people couldn't uh, record the way that they used to. So this wasn't sim- simicast. This uh, series has always been simicast past season two and three. Like every time each episode came out, it always came out in English and Japanese. Yeah. So that everybody could enjoy it at the same time. Because this was just a really beloved series. Um, I don't know about the Japanese dub. It's probably really good. It's probably, you know, it probably makes sense. Uh, I just watched the English dub ever since uh, a certain somebody told me to, I needed to watch it with a lot of enthusiasm. And the sub's still good, too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... The English dub wasn't bad. There are a few parts where line delivery, I wish they had a little bit more time to work on line delivery. One specific line that pops into my mind, and Wesley, you can you can put your input on this too, mm-hmm. was the way that uh, Fight Gum, not Fight Gum, Fat, uh, Fat Gum, said, he was like, hi everyone, I'm Fat Gum, do you want some candy? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, so Ochiko it, it, it and- was when he was talking about Ochiko and Froppy. Edric and Froppy was like, oh my god, he looks so cute. And he's like, hi, I'm Fat Gum. Who wants candy? Like, that was a really awkward line. Yeah. There was a couple other examples, but what did that, what were your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I got, I kind of get why, but it's the fact of, like, because after he says that, he uses the same uh, candy to, like, you know, talk about the cork-destroying bullets and everything like that. Um, but I mean, like that line delivery, though. Th- yeah, 
that that line delivery though it uh it's i i wish second take was done because it felt so disjointed and there was a couple of moments and that was because people couldn't be together because they were so excited about the Mugen <laughs> the Mugen <laughs> tour uh, that they couldn't like be in the recording studio at one point because I don't know how Funimation does their voice dubbing I want to say they do a couple of group sessions where like if there's like a dialogue between two people they're probably in the same room being able to talk um, um with some of them that I've seen through YouTube I mean um yeah. It's not like I actually go or couldn't go anyway. But from what I've seen from YouTube is that like they would have one person in one booth, you know, they do their lines and then the next person would come in and then they would replay over, uh, you know, so then the person would hear their reaction or what they would say and then they would do their speaking part. It's just a couple of these, it's just a couple of the dialogue just felt really off-jointed. Uh, animation overall was pretty good, but there was a couple moments where it fell. But it was—it's always been like that for this uh, series. So one one thing I was gonna ask you was, uh, so how did you feel when it came to Mirio losing his port? Oh, okay, and, okay, and that, that whole okay. Uh, so we're gonna talk scene. about that now. Yeah. Okay, yikes. Um, that was bad. Mm-hmm. That was bad like I remember watching that and I thought to myself this is bad why didn't they they did no animation because that fight in the manga was a very pivotal point even though Muriel lost his quirk and he knew he lost his quirk he still fought there was so much action within that scene like uh, it makes me upset that they took the biggest part of that whole plot and they stripped it down to a freaking to a slideshow right? a slideshow ooh that that made my blood boil i felt legitimately upset about that part like that part mm, that was bad now what are your thoughts on that um i i in all honesty didn't like it I like coming from the manga when it said that you know he fought you know tirelessly without a quirk and still using all the moves that Night I had taught him you know about prediction yeah I wanted to see that and then jumping straight into the anime and then all I get are slideshow clips and that just broke my immersion yeah like, in all honesty like because then you're like well what the heck is this like you actually makes... want to see you actually want to see Miria throwing those hands but you can't because it's, cause it's you... in a slideshow and it just hurt because you know what made me sad is mm. the fact that okay so right after that Deku's turn mm. Deku's fight was beautifully animated right now why couldn't we get that same treatment for Mirio's fight. Like that. Like that. Oh. I Studio Bones, you've done really good work. I've seen your good work. You did you, you did excellent work when it came to the infinite 100%. Now, why could you give 100% infinite 100% like that same treatment 
for the fight with Mirio after he lost his quirk. I don't understand. I don't understand the thought process behind that. Maybe it was to save on time. Maybe it was to save on budget. You know, Mugen's world tour. Yeah, it was really, really exciting. And I, maybe you needed to push out. A part of me thinks, what if this was a movie instead mm-hmm. of uh, instead of you know in the anime? But then again, I can't see it as a movie because so much has happened during this arc that this arc couldn't be contained in one movie. And I'm glad they didn't turn it into a movie. So much happened in this arc, but. This was also the first time that we got uh, actual lyrics to Might You. Yeah, like, oh my god, uh, don't even get me started on that. I love every moment of that song. The way that song overpowered that scene. Oh my god, I cried. I, I shedded so many tears. But I'm, I'm still, I, I'm just still caught up on... On that whole fight, man, I'm just so upset because the episode was called Lemillion. Mm-hmm. Lemillion had his whole entire episode. You know what? They should have just made the overhaul arc all of season four. If that's the case, or just make this like a 16 episode season. Now, I know that would have been off kilter to how the series was going, but I mean, first season was just 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. True. This se- this season could have just been sixteen episodes, so more attention would have been put on that fight. Anyway, I'm, 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 I'm disappointed by how they did that fight between freaking Overhaul and Lemillion. But the school festival so much- was fun. So I do know that the thing that is supposed to be most excited about is the culture festival because in the culture festival. First off, Aerie comes back. Mm-hmm. Mirio comes back. They both mm-hmm. come back. Mirio is kind of the pseudo-guardian of Aerie, as well as Aizawa. Like, a lot of the fandom, when this happened in the anime, I remember the fandom became, all right, Aizawa adopted a child. He is now a father. Yeah. Like, that was that was the fandom of this entire series. And then, like, uh, I mainly saw Mirio more as, like, a big brother to Aerie. Yeah. Kind of saw both Deku and Mirio as big brothers to Harry, so. And we see her smile and have fun for the very first time. Right. But let me let me tell you. So when it came to this, I've lost interest because the overhaul arc happened. It was such a hype thing. So mm-hmm. second half of the season, which isn't really even like a half, mm-hmm. it's just the second part of the season. It dulls in comparison because let me let me give you a quick timeline as to what happens in the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. All right, Bakugo and Todoroki goes and gets their uh, provisional license finally. Finally, school uh, school festival is starting and there's prep for it. Jiro, Jiro, Jire, no Jiro, Jiro, Jiro is um is asked to sing. And then mm-hmm. we hear her saying, and everyone's just like, whoa, that's freaking awesome. Using the same uh, vocalist for the might you. Oh my god. <laughs> and then uh, Deku and Gentle has a fight. I can't remember exactly what brings about this fight. Uh, the fight between Gentle and La Brava. Like, versus, it versus... happened so 
Deku went out to go get something. It happened so randomly. Like, he was literally just on his way back to the dorms. Technically, he, it didn't he just... Was... It didn't just happen. Because, okay, I'm going to give you... You want you want chapter numbers? <laughs> just... No, don't give me chapter numbers. Give me, like, the quick rundown as to what starts right. the fight. Quick, quick rundown is, you know, everyone's at the... They're at the dorm and everything, and they're trying to figure out what they want to do for the... You know, for Class 1A's portion of the festival. Yeah. And... Um, so you know they're looking things up on YouTube and then apparently Deku's looking something up on YouTube and then one of Gentle's videos pops up so it's not this just happens it's just he's Deku didn't even realize that he was watching a Gentle video and then it flips over to what Gentle and LaBrava are doing and Gentle is terrible at making videos LaBrava comes in to help LaBrava's a huge fan girl. And next thing you know, LaBrava's like, oh, let's hack into what let's hack into UA. (laughs) And and so, and you know, gentle being the kind of villain type Robin Hood type. I don't even know what the heck gentle is at this point. Yeah. He's a he's a misunderstood guy. We'll just say that yeah and um what was his what was his quirk again i can't oh man he has such a good quirk so his quirk was um like he it's like a anything he touches can be made turned into rubber (laughs) so it's like it's like a trampoline so like uh he can basically like Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm just gonna just jump straight into the fight between Gentle and Brava real quick. Okay. So okay. the fight happens because you know Deku goes and he's like, okay, I I'm at this tea shop thing. He has he's running basically he's basically running errands for people at you know in one A. Yeah. So he's running errands, getting all the supplies they need for the for the I was about to say sports festival for the school <laughs> festival. Yeah. And, um. He bumps into Gentle and Labrava, but they mm. are like in disguise and everything. And so Gentle's like, okay, let's go. And Labrava's like, okay, sweetie, let's get out of here. And so as they're leaving, Deku's like, hold up, stop. Where are you two headed? Nope. And then they're like, oh, well, we're just we're just going back home. And he's like, but that's in the direction of UA. Where dun, why are you, dun, dun. Why? he's like, why are you going to my school? And then this whole fight breaks out and Deku jumps in because this is when he actually has his uh, Air Force gloves. And, uh, you know, he jumps in, he goes into fight and then he immediately hits a wall of rubber. Oh my God. And then he just gets shot. He gets slingshot back to where he came. And What the heck? And so Gentle is running with LaBrava. So he has LaBrava on his shoulders. No, and so he's God. he's jumping from air pocket to air pocket on rubber. Wait, isn't this when when Deku discovers Air Force? No, I'm thinking no, about no. Movie. This is no, it is, it is, it is because that's when he starts doing the finger flicks for Air Force. Air Force, <laughs> and so that's Gentle is the first person, criminal wise, that is actually able to, who actually takes on these. You know, 
mid to long range attacks. Yeah. And so he's the first, and he's the first one that you actually sympathize with from Deku's point of view. Because Deku's like, I could have ended up like you. Oh. And because the thing is that Gentle only turned to a life of villainy because he wanted to be a hero at first, right? Mm-hmm. He wanted to be a hero. Somebody was falling from a scaffolding thing. And so Gentle used his quirk. And so when he used his quirk, there was a fl- there was a flying hero he was swooping in to save the the civilian, ends up hitting the rubber that Gentle created, slingshotting him to the ground, breaking a couple of the hero's ribs. And mm-hmm. then the got the uh civilian falls, hits the rubber. And so he thinks he's safe, but he hits the rubber, bounces off the rubber, hits the ground, and then the scaffolding hits the rubber, and then falls on top of the civilian, killing the civilian. No, no. And then he's like, he goes back home, like he's he's sad about this, you know. Yeah. So he he goes back home, and then his mother ends up abusing him and everything, and then he goes out for a walk and everything trying to clear his head and he runs into an old classmate of his um who is now at you who is actually you know a full-time hero now and he looks the classmate looks at him he goes who are you again oh so actually okay so i'll let me confess i didn't watch this part in the sea in the in the anime Mm -hmm. it's just uh mainly because of what happened um life got really busy for me but i was able to watch everything up to this point but oh my god that now i'm kind of sad i didn't watch it okay so this fight wasn't just a throwaway fight Mm -mm. but unfortunately i feel like a lot of people didn't really pay much attention to it just Mm -hmm. because like overhaul was such a big thing and everyone was just kind of like all right cool on to the next you know what i'm saying yeah i got you i got you but then it's also the fact of like, you know, you get introduced to Gentle and Labrava and you're like, YouTubers. YouTubers. <laughs> Influencers. <laughs> right? And then it's just interesting because you're like, well, what the heck is Labrava's quirk? Because you're like, well, you know, it can't just be that she's good with technology. So basically her quirk is about love. So anyone that she actually loves and actually cares for basically boosts them strength wise oh my god so it gives she's, it gives she's a support role literally role. literally she's a, the she's paladin. a support role and so like since she loves gentle you know it gives basically because at this point deku's already taken out gentle and labrava and you know so he has both of them on he has both of them, you know, trying to restrain them and everything, trying to wait for uh ectoplasm and uh one of the other heroes to arrive. And then mm-hmm. uh Labrava's like, Gentle, I love you, I love you, I want you to defeat this I want you to defeat, you know, this hero. They know who Deku is because they're like, yeah. Oh, you're the kid from the sports festival. <laughs> uh, that's what everyone calls him. It's like you're the kid from the sports festival. Yeah. And so they you know she wants gentle to you know beat deku and so gentle was like at first 
it like in the in the anime it's like all right there's nothing that's gonna be weird about this right and then all you just see is like this like pink heat wave start coming off with gentle and you're like my dude are you about to go super saiyan what the heck is going on (laughs) and gentle like his strength just increases and so he actually is able to like get get Deku off of him and then the fight just happens again and so they actually lock arms with each other and they're just like Gentle's like look I'm sorry lad I have to take you down and oh my god Deku's like no you're not getting anywhere near my school you're not gonna hurt my friends we've worked so hard for this and you know by this point he already takes them out and everything and then uh ectoplasm and all the other uh heroes heroes. yeah they come in and ectoplasm looks at deku and he goes um you do realize that uh your class is about to be up next right and deku's like oh snap i gotta get out of here and then ectoplasm's like not like that you you look like a you look like a fool go get changed (laughs) Oh my god, yeah, I remember he's part of the ah so. so but yeah, that's what I mean is like I read this I read this part of the manga and I've I've read up to this point and I've read past this point. Mm-hmm. Um so I do know what happens. And you know, on my own time I am gonna watch the rest of this because I do need to watch the rest of this. I just forgot that part about gentle. Literally, it's just and the interesting thing. Is that like, you know, after they get taken in, they go to, because they're actually wondering who these two are, right? Yeah. And so Gentle comes up with this plan. He's like, oh, just take me in. The girl had nothing to do with it. I brainwashed her. Da, 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 da. He's talking about Labrava. Yeah. And, but Labrava's just like, no, I'm part of this. I love Gentle. And all she keeps saying is Gentle, I love you. Gentle, I love you. And everyone's like, all right, you brainwashed her that's assertive by the way she's acting and so they get taken into they don't technically they go to jail but like before they go to jail they you know talk with one of the police officers and everything and the police officer is like all right look we're starting something new you can be a hero you can help us or we can just send you straight to jail and, and so, this is what this is what Gentle always wanted was the chance to become a hero. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, he ends up getting sent to sent to prison anyway. He still has to serve his time. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. But then that's nice. that's how that whole arc ends. But then you still we still go back to the the festival and everything because we got to wrap everything up with Aerie. Yeah. And then after Ari, like, oh man, just seeing her smile, like even like in the manga, like I've only seen it in the manga, mm-hmm. seeing her smile because you see Mirio, he's having like a dark moment. He's thinking about everything that has just happened to him. But then he looks up and he sees Ari smiling and laughing right. and like just enjoying the atmosphere. Because at that and point, see... at that point, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 but... you're good. Uh, like at that point when she actually starts smiling it's a genuine smile and yeah. it's the fact of that's how you know that the overhaul arc is over because yeah overhaul still had a hand 
you know because Larry was broken like yeah because like he still had a hand within you know everything that he did to Aerie still manifested within Aerie's mind yeah and then the only way to get rid of that was to bring joy to yeah what was going on for Aerie so I mean in my mind and to me I liked it I thought it was oh. a it was a it was a it was a good conclusion and a good wrap up to everything that had happened for for Aerie Oh, definitely. Like, even me just reading it, it's like, just seeing the joy that finally is, like, on her face. And I'm just like, she is finally happy. This is all that I've only wanted for this child, was for her to finally be happy. Yeah. And seeing Mirio realize that, and realize that there is a, be- a bright future ahead. Because he was going through a tar- dark time. A lot has happened to him, and he had to keep smiling. And mm-hmm. he has to like pretend nothing is wrong. He had to continue to be brave and strong. But to then see Aerie smile was then when he realized, hey, I saved one person. I can yeah. save more. Yeah. Like that, oh my God. Ah, uh, that was such a great way. I'm just ah. Uh, so now that season four is over it's been over it's been over for a very long time (laughs) and the way that season four ended was um we see that the hero billboard um the hero ranking system was redone and everything Mm -hmm. so we get to see who the new top three was endeavor is no longer two he's one and he's upset about it Mm -hmm. because this was not how he wanted to become the top hero of the world yeah, he wanted to fight his way to the top, not just be given, not it be given to him in such a pathetic, in his mind, in a pathetic way. Yeah. So he was given number one spot. Uh, who is number two and three? Because I know that they meant. I know that they number two is Hawks and number three is Best Genus. Best Genus. Oh, yeah. So he's not dead. <laughs> I because like in the in the in the Billboard ranking, it still has him up there. Oh, either either it's Best Genius or it's Mir or it's Mirko. It's one of the two. One of those two. Wait, Mirko is the rabbit girl that I've been seeing, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Good to know that I know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so now, um, so was there a lot of hype going into? I'm going to ask you this because I know this is like a spoiler for me. I know mm-hmm. a little bit, very, very little bit about season five because mm-hmm. season six is currently coming out right now, right? Season six is still coming out. I was just watching the latest episode today. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So um, tell me, was there a lot of hype going into season five? Or is it like one of those, okay, season five is happening? No, um, crap, I'm trying to remember now, the start of season five, oh, that's right, because in the start of season five, we didn't actually, because the, you know how they do a, um, like, next time, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, they didn't do it for that for season four. Oh, they didn't do like well, the next time. 
I know. Kinda, so no, on season Treasure... five is going into yeah, season five is doing the the joint training arc between class A and class B. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So, like, what I was going to say was, I know that at the end of season four, there is two OVAs. It's listed on Crunchyroll. There's two OVAs that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, like I said, I didn't get to watch this, but yeah, the two OVAs, I. the OVAs are called Make It, Do or Die Survival Training. And it's part mm, one of I remember that one. So is this like a, is this just like a throwaway episode? Because I'm pretty sure this is in the manga. Those are not in the manga. Is this a lead up to the next movie? No. I wish it was. When did the second second movie come out? It came out after season four. Yeah. Was it in the middle of season five when it came out? I think it was, um, was it in the middle of season four? Yeah, I think it was in the middle of season five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we that was the, the whole endeavor. Yeah, 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 yeah. The endeavor thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. Because I'm just thinking really hard. Because like I said, I don't remember. My 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 knowledge is starting to become very limited as to what happens next. Because we get the joint training arc, and then um, we get the endeavor stuff. So yeah, and then he fights a Nomu. Uh, a Nomu, Nomu's come back. <laughs> no, but so let's say okay. So this is what I have to say about season four. Season four started out with a bang. Kind of goes out a little bit with a whimper, mm-hmm. only because of everything that's happened in the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not Studio Bones's fault. They're literally just following the manga at this point. Yeah. I've heard now my hype for seasons five and six. I'm slightly a little bit nervous about it because oh. I've been hearing some controversies about how they're handling five and six. Uh, all right, five I can understand. Six though. Six is going in. Oh, it is. Only, only controversy I've heard so far is because of a blue sky. A blue sky? A blue sky. Is this a that's code it. name? That's it. That's 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 everything I've heard. And this is coming from someone who doesn't have a Twitter. <laughs> oh my god. Is I thought somebody said like they're not doing they're not following the manga as they have been no it's or like they're they, switching up events they are no that's season five season when they were switching up events oh god or was it it's the the my villain academia it's when they started switching things out yeah because they switched the my villain and the endeavor agency uh whoa, they flipped those what? two whoa what <laughs> yeah yeah they flipped my those villain two. academia oh yeah yeah the villains actually get a focus this time well, I know, I know that there, there, there is something that happens with the villains. I've heard that twice gets a power up, and that Togata, not Togata. Yes, Togata. Uh, Toga. <laughs> Toga. Toga. Toga gets a upgrade as well. Oh yeah. Oh, now I'm scared. Oh. <laughs> well, I, know, I also know that Shigaraki gets an upgrade, and he finally loses the hand on his face. We get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But so I have to say, this was by far one of my most favorite seasons in any anime so far. It's mostly because of everything that's happened. Um, I will have to finish the anime, mm -hmm. uh, see the anime of season five on my own time because, like I said, I've read this. Mm -hmm. I know what happens, but it's been a while since I've since I did read it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. now we're going. We're focusing, I guess, a little bit more on Endeavor and what happens. Because okay, I'll admit, uh, TikTok spoils. I saw a TikTok and it was making a joke. It was something about when Endeavor is hyping up the kids and I guess they're going to fight against Shigaraki. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me what happens because I know how you like, I know, I know what you, I know what you like to do. I see that smile. Hush your mouth, boy. That's why I haven't said anything. <laughs> so now I'm going to have to get back into My Hero Academia watch five and six mm -hmm. finish four watch five and i don't know i want to wait until six is done releasing how many episodes of six is out right now as of this moment uh let me take a look because it's on crunchyroll i do know that yeah it's on crunchyroll i just i don't have crunchyroll i, I probably, do though I, I probably should get crunchyroll I have it. I have it to where I can watch premium episodes. <laughs> My wallet hates me. <laughs> six. There's only six episodes? Dang. Well, I guess it really did. So it's going to be a minute before I start season six, but that's fine. Do you want to know why? There are other anime that we, that we are going to watch. Yep. And so I guess the best way to end off this episode would be Name off your favorite moment and why. Uh, of 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 season four, right? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to jump straight ahead. I had to stop myself real quick. Season four. Oh, season four. I'll uh, I'll tell you mine. You want to know my favorite moment? Hmm. Will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> when Twice and Toga are in the secret hideout, and Twice is about to lose his mind. He's about to freak out because his mask got torn. Yeah. And he was freaking out. And then Toga came in and kind of saved the day. And he was like, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> he said, wifey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the interaction, I realized the interaction between Toga and Twice. Mm -hmm. Like, you see it in the opening that they reach for each other and they truly do depend for each other. And I thought that was such a throwaway thing. But seeing how they are in this season together. Oh my god. That is terrifying. Oh, also man. the part where Confession used his quirk on twice. <laughs> and Toga's like, really? That's so weak. And then he says <laughs> Toga. And so it's like, see? <laughs> she just turns and looks and he's like, see? Told you it wasn't my fault. <laughs> oh man. I, I, think, I think my favorite my favorite moment because I like the stuff with Mirio, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But I think, I think what I really liked was the fight between Gentle and uh, Gentle and Deku. Okay. Just seeing that, that that contrast between both. Hear, hearing it again. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is a fight, and I love that because it's a fight of ideals. It's a fight of two realities. Right. What could have happened? Mm-hmm. Like, what happened versus what could have happened. You see that in two different characters, and that's honestly really, really cool. So, like I said, I am going to have to watch this. 
because yeah. reading it, I don't remember much from it because I was trying to like breeze through it because I was like, okay, cool, whatever. It's not the overhaul arc. I just want to get to the festival. I feel bad going over it like that simply right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great way to do it. <laughs> uh thank you for inviting me i'm really glad that you talked me into watching uh getting back into my hero academia my love for it is growing again so i will have to get back into it no problem uh, hopefully one day we can we can get through season five and six together yeah and we can talk about it and then theorize what's gonna happen you already know what's gonna happen i know spoilers a lot of big spoilers apparently I'm not going to mention them here because it broke my heart when I found out about them. But anyway, uh, thank you all for coming. And we hope you've enjoyed listening to The Underground, the Underground Geek Shack. Geek Shack. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> See you guys. Maestro.